strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hey, 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 hello everybody. My name is Doreen Morin Van Dam. I'm here with another edition of Strategy Talks with a very special guest um, here today from the UK. I'll introduce you to her in just a second. But before I do, I want to welcome everybody who's here live on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever you're joining us from. Thank you so much for being here live. Make sure if you have questions to put them in the comments, we'll be monitoring them today. Special shout out to those of you who are listening to this as a podcast. Thank you as always for downloading and listening, subscribing to this podcast, Strategy Talks. I really appreciate you. So um, special shout out before we go and introduce you to our guest, to Social Insider, our sponsor, as always, they are the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics, reporting and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. If you need data, you need Social Insider. So without much further ado, welcome to my guest for today, Sarah Clay. How are you, Sarah? Hey, hey, Doreen. I'm very well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I am great. Thank you so much. So I want to, before you and I start talking, let me just tell everybody who you are, Sarah. So you are a LinkedIn trainer to B2C and B2B companies, as well as solopreneurs. You offer a no-nonsense, accessible approach to teaching whilst injecting some fun into learning. Your specialism is working with entrepreneurs and business owners to help them get more leads from LinkedIn. And that's it, right? That's it. Keeping it simple. <laughs> right. So getting more leads from LinkedIn. We're going to talk about growing your LinkedIn network. Does more connections and followers lead to more leads? I guess that's my first question. Mm, good question to kick off with. Uh, it should do. Let's first of all say that, but it doesn't necessarily because the most important thing on LinkedIn, it's not a numbers game. Yeah, of course, you know, there's numbers to bear in mind and everything. But what's important on LinkedIn, it's not just about growing your numbers. It's about growing your numbers in the direction that you want to grow your numbers, but it's about building those relationships. So, you know, you don't want necessarily to have hundreds and hundreds of followers that you don't connect with. You need to be talking to them, to be growing those relationships because that's how business is done. People do business with people. So you need to be nurturing relationships the whole time you're on LinkedIn. Okay. And in your bio, you help B2C and B2B. So let's talk about that difference a little bit, right? What kind of network do you need to grow if your company is B2B? So, in fact, even though, you know, we talk about B2C and B2B, really, it's actually P to P. So it's people to people networking because, mm. um, you know, there's not a huge amount of difference in B2C and B2B. The strategy is the same. You're still talking to people. And OK, B2B can take longer, the whole process, because of the way that the business is structured. Sure. But at the end of the day, you're building a relationship with the people 
within that company. So that's why I say I do B2C and B2B because really it's P to P. All right. All right. Let's talk about um, LinkedIn creator mode now allows us to gather followers versus connections. Let's dive into that a little bit, Sarah. What do people need to know about uh, LinkedIn creator mode? Do you recommend one over the other? Where have you seen results? Um, if you're starting to work with somebody new, how would you explain that difference to them? Oh, okay. Like the, the sort of golden nugget question, really. So this is how it works. So when you connect with somebody, you build a connection. It's a two-way process. So I always use my hands, okay? So you send the connection request, that person accepts the request, boom, into a heart. Gold is made, you're connected to each other, you'll see each other's content in each other's feeds, and you'll start to build that relationship. Following is different. Following is a one-way process. So if you follow somebody, they don't necessarily even know that you're there, but you'll get their content in your feed, you know, because you're following them, but they don't know that you're following them. So why would you follow somebody? So if you're new on LinkedIn, you might want to follow people that you want to know what they're doing, but you think, well, there's no way that they're ever going to want to be my friend, if you like. So for example, somebody, I always use the example of Simon Sinek. You know, if I sent Simon Sinek a connection request, there's no way he's going to accept. Nice if he did, but he's not. So, but I want to see what he's talking about. I want to see his post. So I follow him. But if somebody isn't quite so big and lofty, I want to create a relationship with them. So I'll send them a connection request in the hope that they might accept. And then we can talk to each other. So my advice is always with newbies to LinkedIn, or if you've got a small audience, is not to switch creator mode on because you want connect to be that first option for people. Mm. So when I say small audience, I mean a couple of thousand people, maybe even 3,000. Um, so if you're less than that, I'd stay with creator mode off. And when you hit kind of two and a half, 3,000, then switch creator mode on and see the difference. Ah, okay. So what are the benefits of creator mode is being discovered organically, right? Your posts are in there. You can put some hashtags out there. Um, so even if you're new and you have no audience, one of the things that is being taught it, ta taunted or what is the word that I'm looking for um, that LinkedIn is telling you to do um, is yeah, yeah. to turn it on so you can have that discoverability. You're saying that will come later. It's really about relationships, which I actually love that you're saying that. You really want to have those one-on-one -on -one connections. You want to make that heart, um, which I love. So, okay. So now you're sending that connection request. Are there any downfalls, any pitfalls, anything we need to know about how to do it right and how to do it wrong? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, let's talk about that. <laughs> so, so LinkedIn is you know, sending a connection request, it's, I always compare LinkedIn to being at a big, great big networking party, because that's what it is. It's a huge worldwide networking party. And if you go to a networking party, and if you start running around and just throwing your business card around going here, this is me, this is me, this is me, this is me, everybody's going to go home. Okay, they've got your business card, but they won't remember who you are. 
what you need to be doing is being targeted and choosing to build relationships with relevant people and actually saying, hi, this is what I do. Do you want to connect? So first of all, before you connect with anybody, check them out. Make sure that they're the people, it's somebody that you actually want to connect with, that they're going to be valuable to you in some way, not necessarily even a client, um, maybe somebody who could help refer you to somebody else or just somebody who's in your kind of in your network, if you like, and, and matches the people that you want to talk to. And the next thing is to always add a note. Mm. Because if that person gets home and sees your business card, but they haven't actually spoken to you, they're not going to remember who you are. And it's the same on LinkedIn. If you just send a connection request with no note, you're, you're just going to be in with all of those other people that are just firing out random connection requests. Whereas if you've taken the time, you've read their profile and you add a relevant note, not, hi, I'd like to connect with you, but talk about something in their profile to show that you actually are interested in getting to know them. You know, you're, I love the banner that you've created there or your profile photo looks fun or I like what you say about this, that and the other. So be personal because it's about building relationships. All right. How about those requests that come in that say, hey, I'd like to connect with you because... I can offer you X, Y, Z. Let's schedule a time to meet. Okay, the salesy, salesy, spammy connection requests. It's not about you. It's about them. So make your connection request about them. How can I help you? Not I'm selling you this, but what can I do for you? Or I'm interested in you. You wouldn't walk up or you shouldn't walk up to somebody in a networking meeting and go, hi, you know, I'm Sarah Clay, I'm a LinkedIn trainer and I can offer you this, 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 this and this. It just wouldn't happen. They'd run a mile. You ask questions. You find out what the other person is about and then you build a conversation. So what do you recommend we do? Because I get quite a few of those. There must be some LinkedIn trainers out there or some, some programs that teach this, Right connect with all your people that you want to connect with and, and, and get them on the calendar, get them to book a time with you. Yeah. How do you, do you educate them and say, no, but let's connect anyway. Do you say no? Do you respond? Do you ignore? Do you, um, I think you can even mark them as spam. Is there anything there to be salvageable when somebody reaches out and does that? Have you ever had, I guess my question is, have you ever had any luck with somebody who does that and turn them around? Okay, so I have uh, quite a few other LinkedIn trainers because we're, we're a friendly bunch and we all hang out together and we help each other. And there are some I know who spend a lot of time trying to educate people who do this. And they say, no, this isn't the way to do it. You want to do it like this. Me, I'm afraid I do not have time. So I just politely decline and move on my merry way and just politely say, no, thank you. I'm not interested because I find a lot of the, these things are coming from bots. So there's really no point in trying to reply to a bot. Um, and some of them, I don't know. I, I just don't think it's worth the time to try and correct the behavior, I'm afraid. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we've talked about some ways to get started. So you get started if you're if you're small, 
um, keep that creator mode off, make real connections with people. And then maybe when you said, you said maybe two and a half, 3000 connections, turn on creator mode. So let's talk about growing beyond that. Is, are there goals? Are you looking at engagement? Are you looking at, um, cause you know, we've got, we now finally have some statistics, right? Analytics from LinkedIn. Are we looking at profile views? What are we, and, and what kind of data should we be looking for? And, and how should we use that data to move Great forward? Great question. Great question, Doreen. So what I quite like about LinkedIn is that the metrics or statistics, whatever, they're quite simple. And you can't, it's not possible using LinkedIn alone to take a really, really deep dive into those metrics on personal profiles. Business pages is different. And I quite like that. I mean, you can buy third-party apps that help you dive deeper into those metrics. But for me, you know, the bottom ROI for me is when I'm getting inbound inquiries, which I now, you know, I get those all the time. But the most important out of all of those, um, well, the main three, there are three. Okay, so there are three main metrics. Okay. There's profile views, how many people times, how many people have viewed your profile. There's your post impressions. An impression is when a post is literally just gone like that in the feed. Doesn't mean they've stopped and looked at it, but it means it's it's gone past the feed. And there's your follower numbers. Okay. So out of those three, the most important is profile views. Because what a profile view is, is when somebody has actively, and I use the word actively, very important, a very, very important word, they've actively gone to look at your profile. So whether you've given them your LinkedIn URL or you've they've scanned in your QR code at a meeting or whether they've seen a comment you've written on somebody else's post or one of your posts and they've clicked through and they've gone to look at your profile. And I use the word active because it means they want to know more about you. And if you can get more people actively visiting your profile to find out more about you, they're getting closer to getting to know you more and they're getting closer to buying from you. So that the profile views is the most important metric. Now, Doreen, I'm not sure if you've seen my film about my metrics chart, which I created a very, very simple metrics chart. I have it on my cupboard just behind my computer here um, by my kettle. And every morning I go to LinkedIn while my kettle is boiling and I record my metrics chart, my metrics on my chart, literally handwrite them. And it just keeps me in check it, so I can see, oh, hang on, my profile views are dropping. Um, they're not quite as high as they were a couple of days ago. What? Why is that? Or, woo, profile views have gone up. What have I done? I need to do more of that. And as long as we're constantly looking at our metrics and acting on them, then that's the only way is success. That is a fantastic tip. I did not know you had that. I'm going to do that. I didn't know it. I needed to look at. I mean, <laughs> it's one of the metrics that I follow. And for the first time in a long time, mine have really shot up. I was speaking at a big event last week. And so my profile views were close to a thousand, which is more than I think I've had in a long time. And I was like, okay, that's good. How do I keep it up? Right. So, but I need to track it. So that's a great way to do it. You go every day and you go and look at that and record it. So then does that, what does that trigger for you? I guess is my next question. So if you, if they go up, what does it trigger? Or if they go way down, what do you Okay. Think? So I'm, 
fortunate. So what I actually do find is that they tend to be lower, say, if I've taken the weekend off, which I do increasingly now, yes, <laughs> and I come in on a Monday, they tend to be, they're not dropping, but they're not maybe as high as they were during the week. And that's not consistent, but they do tend to be lower. And as the week, the more active I am on LinkedIn, the higher the profile views. What, but they are, you know, the trajectory is up, let's just say that. And that's what's important. And I think, you know, spikes here and there, don't worry too much. But if suddenly you have a huge spike like you did, you're going to think, what did I do? So you were speaking at an event. Fantastic. So for you, speaking at an event is going to help you get success on LinkedIn and get more profile views. So try and speak at more events. If I get a whole load of profile views, it might be because of a post that I've written or even a comment that I've written on somebody else's post, or maybe I've been featured in an event or somebody else's post. So it's just looking back at what caused that, that shift and, uh, and seeing if you can do more of it. It's really not complicated. <laughs> All right. So we have a question from Ben and I want to pull it up on the screen for those of you listening. Ben asks, so how do you grow those profile views? content on the profile you kind of sort of answered it is there anything else that might help grow those profile views okay so the big thing on linkedin is commenting on other people's posts and it's what we call engaging so if you comment on somebody else's post then you're potentially exposing yourself to that person's audience and if you're commenting and adding value People, read, people who are following the other person will read your comment and think, oh, this person's interesting. I want to know more. And they're going to click through and go to your profile. And that's how you start growing your network. So I hope that helps, Ben. Yes. So you're not necessarily growing your network just by going out, finding people you want to connect with and connecting with them. That's outbound, right? You're connecting, you're finding the people you're doing, you're actively implementing tactics for people to come to you. That's yes. what you're saying. That, off, that's awesome. That makes a exactly. lot of sense. Trying to create more inbound. And, and it's, you know, it works. It definitely works. It's not an overnight, you know, so I say to people, it's not an overnight fix. It's, you know, it takes time. Of course it takes time. But keep on going, keep on being consistent. And consistency is really, really key on LinkedIn because it's about building relationships. And people need to see you. Well, it's three hit points, isn't it? Before somebody can really get to know you properly. So keep on going and keep on going in the relevant places and it will happen. That's awesome. Well, we are at the end. I just looked at the clock and I was like, Oh my gosh, that went by so fast. Sarah, this was amazing information. I've got um, three rapid fire questions for you. I forgot to tell you that I do this with my guests, but <laughs> I'm going to throw them at you anyway. Uh, are you visual learner or verbal learner? Visual. Speed or accuracy? Which one's more important? <laughs> oh, I wish I said accuracy, but I'm going to be honest and go speed. <laughs> ah, I love it. Interviewer <laughs> or interviewee? Which one? Oh, I like both. Okay. That's okay. I really that's like a, both. That's a good answer. Okay. So here is the $100 million question, which I have to know the answer to. Where can people meet you online? 
they can try and find me on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, I'm there. I'm there every day, uh, sometimes not at the weekends. But yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. Come and connect with me. I'm bright orange and bright purple. You cannot miss me. Um, and on every Monday, apart from yesterday, because it was a big day here in the UK, I post a tip for you for something for you to post about that week. So come and check out my Monday post ideas and uh, let's connect on LinkedIn. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being here with me today live, Sarah. Um, again, thank you for those of us who are here live and asking questions. Thank you, Ben. If you are listening to this as a podcast and got all the way to the end, want to thank you for sticking it out. Go connect with Sarah Clay on LinkedIn. She is an amazing LinkedIn expert to follow and to learn from. And don't forget, the biggest tip I got out of this is not just to connect with people, but to actually comment and engage. So again, thank you so much, Sarah, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Doreen. Bye.